who can ascend the hill of the Lord and who can stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart, who have not pledged themselves to falsehood nor sworn by what is fraught. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, good morning. I would just like to say, before we even begin, that today is every priest's dream. To be able to baptize a whole host of babies. This is what we all dream about. It is a day that is worth celebrating because it doesn't happen very often. So in part, today, we are baptizing these little ones. We're welcoming them into the family of God. And as you can tell, this isn't a small undertaking. Baptisms are never small undertakings, are they? No. But on a morning like today, when it all comes together, it is quite exhilarating. We have two perfect little boys by the name of Patrick and Luke, and two perfect little girls, Lucy and Beatrice. All gifts from above, all with parents and godparents devoted in love and faithfulness. In addition, there is a church family, Grace Episcopal Church, who waits on bated breath with the opportunity to offer herself to each of them, to promise these four little ones that they will be here to help raise them up, to help reflect on what it means to live a life of devotion to God and what it means to walk the spiritual path. You see, that is just one of quite a few great thrills about what it means to be baptized. We don't enter into baptism alone. There's a whole host of support, thanks be to God, right? A village, so to speak, who enter into this covenant together. Another way of saying it is it's communion. That is why in the Episcopal Church, baptisms are celebrated during Mass. Not behind closed doors, it's not a secret meeting, only with family and close friends. Instead, baptisms are celebrated in front of the entire body of Christ, as it should be. So that every single person can take part and enjoin in the pleasure of witnessing, bringing God's children into the family of God. And today, it's also Grace's observation of All Saints Day. A day, it's one of the six principal feasts that happens in the Episcopal Church every year. And what do we do on All Saints? We remember those saints who have come before us and who will come after us in the life of faith. Those mothers and fathers that we look to those folks who have modeled a life of devotion to God, oh my goodness, that we can only hope to aspire to be like, right? But they're held out in front of us. So we remember them. Today is a day in which we never lose sight of what it means to choose God over all other things in life. And that is what the saints have done, and that is what they do for us. 
They remind us there is a higher calling in life to ascribe to. And only like our baptismal covenant says, with God's help, are we able to do that. All Saints Day also reminds us every single time we worship that we are surrounded by the communion of saints. Oftentimes, when new folks come to grace, I always say when you walk through those red front doors, you are greeted by a whole host of people who have come and worshiped here. The communion of saints. Those who have come before us and who will come after us. Our spiritual mothers and fathers, those that we carry in our hearts, perhaps you're thinking of some of them right now, even as I speak. Those who we can emulate and try to be like. They are there so that in times of duress, when times are hard, also in times of joy, we can remember them. But we also are very aware that they are the same ones who have the sheer pleasure of being in the pure light and grace of God, even as we speak. And later on, as we partake in the Eucharistic feast, we know that they are also feasting with us because they are always with us. And how fitting on a day like today, we celebrate the saints those who have lived lives worthy of remembrance, and we also remember those who have been saints in our own lives, those who we've done life with, those who have made our lives better because they've walked the pilgrim way of faith, knowing full well that it's not a path that we walk alone or should we walk alone. And on this day, it is a day that the church has set apart to baptize to publicly welcome our new saints. Parents, did you know that you're holding saints right now? It's pretty humbling, isn't it? It's pretty beautiful. It is a time to call to mind that we are a church that believes in resurrection. Where there is death, there is always new life. So as we remember our saints who have come before us, We remember the saints who are with us in body and in spirit. And when we remember, we also hope for what is to come and what could be. The juxtaposition of those who have died along with those starting their life of faith today, all in the same building, all happening at one time, kind of blows your mind if you really think about it. But that's the way it is in the economy of God. So today, we celebrate Miss Lucy. And Lucy, since you're the oldest, little one, you were the oldest of the four being baptized. Believe me, they're all under a year, so it's not like she's that much older, but you are the oldest. And so I can imagine... Perhaps you'll be the little ringleader, Lucy, or the mother hen, corralling your friends who you've been baptized with today, making sure they all follow in line. And Beatrice, you, my dear, your mama has spent a lot of time at Grace as a children's minister, hours 
Well, Beatrice, perhaps you will be a big helper in children's chapel one day and bring as many smiles to faces as your big sister Helen has. And Luke, yes, Luke, your name means light. (laughs) And you will always be special to me, Luke, because my oldest son shares your name. You will be, and you are already a light already. Energy, as I'm talking about with him, he's letting me know he's there. You will be a light at grace, Luke, no doubt, bringing your energy and love to your church, surrounded by your mom and your dad and your siblings. And baby Patrick, precious angel, I know how much your big sister Claire loves the pumpkin patch, so it's really poignant that I met you for the first time in the patch this year. It was a delight holding you while watching your grandmother and your big sister pick out the perfect pumpkins for you. So to the four of you, each of you and what you've done for this priest has given me hope. Hope to watch each of you grow up in the life of faith. Hope that by your parents saying yes to God in this moment, the life of faith won't just be something to aspire to do one day when you're not so busy. But that your parents have said, this is important. This is worth it. Getting up, getting everybody ready and out the door to come to church. I know that's not something most people do, but it's important. And today, parents, you have said that. And as a mama of three little boys, I know it's hard. And it takes a certain mindset that you can't waver from. But is it worth it? Yes. As a mom, all I can say, without a doubt, is a hearty yes. Let me tell you why. Watching my kiddos come up for communion, hearing their little voices stand out in a sea of voices as they say the Lord's Prayer, Can it be any better than that? Hearing them sing the Sanctus while on a walk around the neighborhood. And I'll just say, my three boys are all boys. They're not really Jesus freaks. They're not little angels, let me tell you. Some kids are, and I celebrate that, and that is amazing. But my kids aren't. But let me say, when I hear Luke, my oldest, talk about what it's like acolyting on Sundays, serving at the altar of Jesus, my heart skips a beat. Or when Noah, my middle son, sings the doxology to me and asks me, Mommy, did I get the words right? Or when my six-year-old, Andrew, folds his little hands over the host after receiving communion and smiles, I say, yes, it is so worth it. And let me just say, 
it is the biggest blessing for a church to see these little ones grow. It's priceless. So parents and godparents, on this day, surrounded by the saints who have passed on, but who are very, very much with us, we give you to God, little ones. We hold you up as the treasures you are. And we trust that our good God is ushering you into the life of faith this day and always. And church, can we say a hearty amen to that? Amen. And thanks be to God. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.